Before we get started in this week's episode, I want to remind you to head over to youtube.com slash egofitness or just type in Robert Ego Anthony on his search bar and hit subscribe. I give you a new independent wrestling style vlog every single Monday. And while you're here, hit subscribe on the podcast, Potting with Ego. It helps boost numbers and gets the pod out to a lot of people that might not know it's there. Finally, the sponsor of the With Ego series, it is Good Note Clothing. That is Good Note CO, all one word over on Instagram. Go to them for all of your custom tie-dye clothing needs from hoodies, shirts, shorts, long comfy pants, everything you need when you're traveling on the road or just cuddling up with your loved one on the couch. Myself, Joe, Chico, and a lot of AEW athletes all rock Good Note clothing as well as you should and use code EGO to save yourself 15%. Now, let's get into the pod. Ladies and gentlemen, Robert Anthony, Egodisco Fantasco in some circles, here not only in podcast format, but the first time ever video format with everyone's friend, the first second time guest. Two time Chico Suave. Chico. Hi folks. It's A. It's awesome. I'm finally in the cave, folks. I'm downstairs in the basement. Oh yes. This is Chico's first time ever coming to my house. Uh he's been here for about uh 10, 15 minutes or so, and yeah. he's already heard the kids scream. Yes. He's heard me get yelled at. Yes. And we are already starting late. It is nine twenty-two. He got here a little before nine p.m. But I like the scenario so far. Yeah, the scenario of me getting yelled at. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, you have your little setup, uh, your little workout station right here. You have your action figures and stuff. So it's pretty nice going through some memories. He's giving everyone a tour of a virtual tour of my. Everyone's going to give you a tour. Uh, if you want to watch this, check out YouTube.com/slash Ego Fitness or Robert Ego Anthony over in the search bar, and you can see us sit next to each other with Public Ego talking bullshit today. On all things podcast related. So I invited you here today. Yes. Um, full disclosure, I don't have a guest for Friday. <laughs> and I said, let's talk the state of professional wrestling all as right. it is today. Uh, I'm going to start off with this. Uh, this fucking snitch, Chico the snitch, the tribal snitch, recognize your tribal snitch. Uh, hung out with Berwin with yes. with Joe Alonzo. Well, because well, before they took the ring down from upstairs, they took the shitty octagon ring down. Upstairs. They took it down. They sold it. Uh, How much did they get for it? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know Terrible. if he sold it yet. But uh, who's he? Oh, Wout. Wout. Okay, good. W O W T. Yeah, we were just there asking questions like, "Hey, do you guys think they're not them? You asked a lady. The lady. The Joe and Chico ambushed a lady. Yes, we did. And asked her what if. If there's any possibility of Berwin coming back. And What'd she you, said no. Why did she say no? There's no money. They're not drawing money. Breathe. <laughs> breathe. <laughs> Here's what she goes. I'm going to spoil this. So Joe and Chico talked to this random lady at Berwin. And she's a member of the club. Yes. And we found out that Chuck doesn't own the club. Yeah, he does not own the club. Chuck is not there the is owner. a bunch of owners. Right. So... 
What did she tell you about this owner system? She's like, if you were trying to buy the building, yeah. the money won't go to just one person. It goes to like hundreds. <sighs> yeah. Hundreds, you said. Hundreds. That's what she said. Hundreds. That's In my it. mind, I thought there was 100 owners. Mm -hmm. So basically, the structure of the Burger Eagles Club is you could pay to be a member there. Mm -hmm. And if you pay to be a member, you're an owner of the club. Yes. A percentage owner. Yes. And... When I thought I was going to win the billion dollar lotto, I was going to buy the Burger Eagles Club, and we thought we were going to have a Chuck would never sell it to us. But apparently, there's two other two hundred people over him. Yeah, he's just the like hierarchy, like probably the longest member. He's the yeah, he's like the the guy who keeps an eye of the club, makes yeah, sure yeah, it's yeah, intact. Yeah. Him and he's Tony. like the president. He's like the president yeah. of all these other members. And I think he really like Loki. He actually wants to own the building itself. Like, he does. He, he wants to own it. So it's like he's trying to buy the other guys out. Maybe. Maybe. So what we learned that uh, our generation is not becoming like members of clubs, BFWs, Eagles Club, things like that. So they're losing members. Yes. And because they're losing members, they needed to find a way to pick up that revenue. And they thought pro wrestling was going to be that. Well, you also have pro wrestling. You also have uh, bingo. They do bingo But I'm nights. saying like they're pro wrestling, oh, not like yeah, yeah, yeah. LLT or what. Eh. They decided to run their own thing. And mm -hmm. hopefully that makes up for the revenue. Is that what you guys got out of it? Yeah. And the members are dying off. And eventually... The la like Hunger Games, the last person alive is going to own the Eagles Club, or is just going to go out of business. Yeah, or they're going to sell it to like something. The nine out of tens, they'll probably close it down before selling it. Why? Why wouldn't you just sell it? Why would you? That's there. Well, hundreds, hundreds of members. That's the update of uh, the Chico and Robert Anthony saga. Is that uh, we found out there's hundreds of members of the Berwyn Eagles Club, and wrestling is not coming back under the Berwyn Championship Wrestling banner unless. They get private funding, I think, right? Yes. Because the club isn't going to pay for it. Anymore. No, no. That's what you guys kind of figured out. And now I even pitched about like maybe running my own, like Berwyn Presents. You fucking snitch, dude. You pitched it to who? To Joe. Jalonzo. Yeah. Oh, After my we had God. tacos. After the call and text from he, you. He, he, he's refre referencing <laughs> the call and text. I sent Joe a message, <laughs> and I said, hey, crazy question. How long has it been since you wrestled Gunther on SmackDown? And he's like, oh, four or five months. Yeah. Then I'm like, why are you such a fat fuck? I'm sorry, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I talked to Joe, by the way. I was like, why are you such a fat fuck and not motivating yourself to get in better shape and have this crazy body transformation? As I'm sending them this text, him and Chico are at the taco place across from. <laughs> I'm eating two tacos. He's eating three. So. Oh, he's eating three. Oh my God. So that's kind of where we're at. That that's the uh the news and update from the last time you and I met. Yep. Um Berwin's not gonna run anything. You're getting a lot of bookings. Yeah. Thanks to the podcast, thanks to the vlogs. Right. And, and Twitter. Twitter, you you've been to um Mondalucha, they love you. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, they, you did well, uh, even though you knocked out uh, dysfunction. Isn't it funny that I that happened that like the following day we did our podcast? The next day, right? Yeah, the next the day. The next day we did our Chico podcast. He broke dysfunction's nose. He was fine. I guess he was fine. It was what it was. So that's the news and notes. So we're going to get into some new stuff now. Yes. Um, 
And we're going to talk about a few different things. Okay. And because the state of affairs of professional wrestling these days, we are going to talk about fights in independent professional wrestling. Okay. Uh, because it's such a hot topic uh, these days. Oh, you're talking about Monday. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, what happened Monday? Or was it? You're talking about the weekend? Yeah. Oh, my God. Chico's so dumb. Yes, Chico. <laughs> I am talking about what we're not going to cover. But we are going to talk about fights that we have witnessed or heard stories about in independent professional wrestling. Uh, you've been wrestling for a very long time. Have you ever seen a fight in a locker room? I've heard of fights in the locker room. I'm just never there to see it. You're never there to see it? No. What fight did, have you heard of? Uh, it's mostly, mostly among the luchas. Tell me. So, I have stories. I'm going to tell you stories. You're going to tell me stories. So we did a show in Elkhart a long time ago. Where? It was, uh, Elkhart, Indiana. Okay. It's called Mucha Lucha, Indiana. <laughs> the Mucha Lucha is that cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. They call it right after Mucha Lucha, Indiana. All right. Uh, there was a spot where a guy had it. It was on the apron. Had it for a powerbomb. Picked him up, but couldn't pick them all the way up. Couldn't lift him for nothing. So what does he do? Drop him Drops him. Oh, not on the apron. No. Not on the apron. Straight to the floor. Oh, no. So then when the boy saw that in the back, he walks in the back. Everyone goes to, his, to where his bag is at to say, we need to talk. And I'm like, I'm probably like 15 at this time. Sure. And I'm like, ooh, I'm not going to be a part of this. So I just, you know, stayed away. You left. I left. I would have stayed. I would have. I mean... I didn't have my phone on me. Okay. But, yeah, I never heard from him again. Did, did they fight? You're, you're oh, they skipping fought. over the best they, 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 It was like four of them. And they four beat up the one guy? Yes. And For her and her buddy. Did you see anything after it? Like anyone beat up? He just bloody, left. He did a Yakuza and just left. Just, just left. did a Yakuza and just left. Had his mask on and left. Oh, wow. So uh, that, that was the first fight you ever heard? Yes. So, the first fight that I ever seen mm. in professional wrestling was in 2002 or three. My home company, PCW, did a show at, uh, I want to say, um, this hotel in Schaumburg right off the highway. I could see it in my head. I want to say the Hyatt Regency, but if you can't see the Hyatt Regency off of 294, it's the wrong one. Whatever hotel it is uh, off of 294, we did a show called The Beer Bash. Ooh. And the gimmick for the for the show was if you bought a ticket to the show, you got free beer all night. All right? They, they supplied kegs of beer, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And because the show was at a hotel, we all got hotel rooms, even though we could have went home. Uh, as my son's going to come down and interrupt us here in a second. So we all got hotel rooms. And I'm going to I'm going to backtrack. I'm going to tell a story. Anything you want to drink. Live podcast, everyone. It's perfect. Um, at 9.30 at night, I told my kid he could have anything to drink. So he's probably going to go drink a Pepsi or something. So oh, no. It's going to be hyper. He, he doesn't drink Pepsi. Okay. Uh, he's probably going to go for a juice or a Gatorade. Uh, so I'm going to backtrack, okay? Four months before this show, okay, um, we were in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Okay doing a show we all get hotel rooms as a group as a whole pcw group and there's a pool there we're all swimming we get back to our room and my friend brian who i'm rooming with gets in his bed he's like my bed is wet and i'm like because you're wet you've been drinking beers you're drunk mm. you've been swimming your mm. bed is wet because you are wet 
And he's like, yeah, man, that's probably true. Whatever, whatever, goes to sleep. Two days later, we get word that one of our trainers, Rick Knight, pissed in his bed. <gasps> pissed all in his bed. Remade the bed. And then Brian sat on the bed and slept in the bed, thinking it was his body's wow. water. <laughs> I slept in a dry bed. So, four months later, we do beer bash, we get hotels. We don't sell the fact that Brian slept in piss, and we know about it. We don't sell it. We don't make a stink about it. We get revenge. Oh. And me and him are like, how are we going to do this? How are we do this? We're getting hotels. We're going to do the same thing to him. We're going to do it to him. Earlier in the night, we get to the hotel thing. We talk to our guy. we like, listen, we got to pull a rib out of one of our trainers. Can we please have a key to his room? Yes, you may. Huh. Here's the key to your room. Awesome. Because we're all friendly with the staff. We're right. wrestling. Blah, blah, blah. They give us the key. Who was flushing the title? What did you say? Who was flushing the title? Like, hey, no, let's do a rib. Oh, no, 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 no. Was <laughs> I champ then? I can't remember how to champ them. I might have not been champ. Anyway, regardless, <laughs> we go in his room, and now we're talking to each other. Who's going to pee on the bed? Who's going to pee on the bed? Who's going to pee on the bed? I'm like, forget it. I'm peeing on the bed. So I piss all over the pillows and the bed, blah, 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 blah. Brian finally gets courage. He's like, I'm going to do it. So he does it. Boom. We make the bed nice and neat. Okay? Three, four hours goes by. Rick comes up to us. He goes, I need to talk to you guys in my room. And we're like, oh. He caught us. He knows. Because we never told him we knew about the bed. Right. Okay. So we go in the room, and I'm standing by the door. Brian is standing where the closet is of the hotel room. Okay. And the door is open. The closet door is open. And Rick is in front of Brian. Now, Rick doesn't think I have anything to do with it because he didn't piss in my bed. He pissed in Brian's bed. Right. So Rick wears a pair of glasses. He goes, all right, boys, hold on. Takes his eyeglasses off, puts it on the table, turns to Brian, swings, throws a punch. I'm like, we're fighting. Oh, Brian ducks, grabs him. We're kids. We're ki- We're 17 year old oh, kids. No. This is a mid 30s married man. Throws a punch. Brian ducks, waist lock, throws him into the into the closet. We're fucking, oh, shit. I'm like, we're fighting. Brian's like, no. Opens the door. We run out. Out. Oh, we man. run away laughing, laughing. We're like, we could beat up Rick. We know we can. It's two on we're one. We're kids. We're 17. We could beat up this 35. He threw a punch, and it didn't happen. And um, so so we we run out, whatever. Rick's throwing a fit. They pissed in my bed, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> the other trainers are like, well, you did it to them. Right. Like, what's the deal? And he's like, I tried to fight him. Like, wait, you tried to fight him? We're like, yeah, he threw a punch. Brian threw him in the closet. And then they're like, all right, uh, Brian, you're off the next couple shows, and Rick's fined $1,000. And we're like, you ain't fining that guy $1,000. That's a lie. So Brian had to take off the couple shows, and Rick, quote unquote, had to pay the $1,000 fine. And meanwhile, I'm like, I got away with everything he's got free. Wow, <laughs> nice. Good on you. So that was the first fight that I've ever seen or been a part of. I was like 17, and that was my introduction to the wrestling business, and nice. two days later I had to go to school. Like, I'm in high school at this point, so like, just go to school. It's like insane. No, I lie. 
I wasn't 17 because 2002, 2003, I messed up my brain damage. I was in third grade. Uh, no, I had to been 19 or 20. Okay. I can't remember how old I was, but I definitely wasn't 17 at the time. It was, I'm mixing up the points. But anyway, that was the first fight I've ever seen. Okay. Have you ever seen another one? No. Have you, you never, you never? No. I got a, I got a basket full. I was, that's why I, I did the podcast. You. you got nothing. I got nothing for this one. Oh my God. Okay. Um, I was there for Necro Butcher versus Chris Hero. I you I think you talked about this at with Midlothian. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did talk about that with cheese. Uh, I was n- trying to get on the IWA shows, and okay. like the young kids do it these days. Uh, I would show up, not help out with the ring, oh but God. just show up, <laughs> try to get booked because I wasn't setting up no ring, and um, and Chris Hero was messing with. Uh, one of Necro's girlfriends, or that was his mo back then, and and Necro walked up and he says, "You got this coming," and fucking whooped his ass at the gimmick table. Damn, at the gimmick table, and then they broke it up, and then everyone worked the rest of the night, right? So right. like back then, you fought, then they broke it up, Ian or someone would have a talk with you, and then you go up out your day. There was no like. What it is today, like if there was a fight at Freelance, mm-hmm. what do you think would happen? Let's say me and you go in a locker and we start fighting on yeah. Freelance Friday shows. What do you think Isaiah and James would do? Honestly, they have a talk with both of us. Uh, uh, that's a good question. Probably. Well, I'm gonna be on. We're gonna be on book for a while. They're gonna probably step right up. Take the title off me. Take the title off you. Put it 100%. on me. I mean, take it off. <laughs> I'll put it on you. <laughs> uh, wow, fan it. Oh, I wish I was. I'm filming on my phone. I wish we could call James right now. What time is it? It is like what? Text James right now. Say, are you awake for a quick phone call? Uh, if you could find your phone. So, wow, this is turned into because I have a couple other fight stories I could talk about, but this turned into a great question. Yeah. If you and I got into a fight at freelance, what would they do? That is a good question. Hundred percent, they take the title off me. Hey, so. About the fight, I remember, fight? I remember another one that I, that I saw right in front. So, <sighs> this is way back in the day, um, a worker was talking to another worker's um, You don't want to say names. I don't want to say names. Perfect. So, I'm going to guess who it is. Uh, good luck. He's, well, <laughs> well, the guy who got you know his ass whipped. Sure. Is big now. Everyone's talking. He's like on like Cobra Kai and like the upcoming Shazam movie. He's an extra. He's an extra. Yeah, I'll show you a picture later on. Interesting. So I guess he was talking to another guy's, uh, another worker's girl, and guy found out, was drinking in the crowd, came to a show, was drinking, came to the locker room. This is in Gali. Came to the locker room. He's like, you know what's coming. Same thing with Hero and uh, Necro. Yeah, yeah. You know what's coming. Guys looked up. Swing right there. Wow. Swing, swing, boom, 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 boom. And maybe it took like eight guys to separate just the one guy. The other guy took it, took the beating. He knew he was going to get it. He knew it was coming for him, but. Dude, that's wild. Mm-hmm. And this is probably 2013. Man, a lot of these fights are Involved over girls. Women. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of them are. Yeah. The James text you or no? No, waiting. Uh, Isaiah is in Paris, so we can't text him. And he wouldn't answer the call anyway. Uh, he don't answer his phone. Um, what did Carlos do? Carlos was 
in the table. He was he just watched it. He, he would know. He was imagining a show. Oh, there was a match going on. He was doing music. When he find out, what did he do? Nothing. Get the fuck out of my locker room. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what I like about my shows. Nobody fights. The, there almost was an altercation between Acid Jazz and and somebody, mm. and they were joking around, and and I forgot who the other person was. They were like, "You gonna let Jazz talk to me that way?" I'm like. I'll kick everyone out of the locker room and shut the door, and you guys can handle it if you want. Right. <laughs> like the famous Batista uh, uh, Booker T fight, where they uh, go into a room and shut the door, and then and then and then handle their business that way. Mm-hmm. But like, when you think about fights in the independent scene, in the, especially my ones that I know of, mm. early two thousands, a lot of screaming and yelling. Very rarely did it turn into fist fights, and when each of them happened. Mm those fist fights or the screaming and yelling, there really wasn't any consequences. No. Ever. Like when when Necro not Necro, when Pondo beat up Insane Lane and in Joliet at IWM itself, he he got Insane Lane booked on the show mm. just so he could beat him up. Yeah. And then kicked him out of the locker room. Never worked. He was blackballed from Deathmatch Wrestling forever because of it. Because Pondo ran that circuit. But that was the most consequence anyone ever got uh, to a beat up, like there was that dark side of the ring of X- XPW where brother right. got his thumb cut off. I was just gonna Messiah, ask. yeah, over a woman. Um, For his thumb. Yeah, yeah, and um, and then he did CZW, and he like yeah. showed his thumb, and he's like, I can still play video games and things like that. But like, bro, you got your thumb cut off. Yeah. For indie wrestling. Yeah. Like, th- those are the two consequences beyond. Like, there was no, like, ramifications. That's why I wonder what they would do. Well, I mean... Didn't they would kick me out of being a trainer? I think I'd get fired if me and you fought. Let's say it's my probably, fault. Probably, you'll probably be out of... No, the yeah, yeah. Out, yeah. I'll probably be gone. Like, no, we'll both be gone. I'll be asked, like, hey, man, you probably have to... I think it boils down to whose fault it was. Probably, who right? started it. So let's say... Well, we'll do two scenarios. Let's say uh, I shit in your bag. <laughs> I go to my bag and there's a giant turd in there, and then I just start beating you up. It's the letter C, <laughs> and I just start fighting you in the middle in front of everyone. Uh, I think I think I'm stripped of the title and suspended for a while. Oh, for a while. I think so. If okay. that if that scenario, I don't think I'm fired from school or freelance, but I think I'm in trouble. They're gonna ask me why I did it, and I'll be like. Because I want it was funny. Yeah, I think you're gone at that aspect. But if I shit in your bag and you beat me up, I think nothing happens to you, and I'm gone. Because Chico's not known for beating people up. I think they're like, "Damn, Chico beat up Rob. That's a punishment enough for that guy." (laughs) (laughs) I'm too much of a nice guy. Oh no. Oh man, I wonder. Like, you know what? This would be an easier question to ask if it wasn't freelance guys. So let's say it's like, like. Brian Keith and mm. um, Anthony Henry. If both of them fight in a freelance locker room, they're both gone. Yeah. But if it's like home talent, like there's meetings, there's conversations about it. Plus, we all work with each other and like other promotions. That's the other thing, too. <sighs> See, uh, it's like you can avoid them, but you're going to hear the name around. So, damn. Yeah. We should beat up Joe. <laughs> just for I'm a story, just for a story, we just start fighting Joe at baseball show. Oh my goodness! Um, Have fans pay? Wow. <laughs> what? 
what kind of drama happens in the lucha locker rooms when you first started? What, well, what was the big drama? Because nowadays, I, I feel there's really no drama other than people just snickering behind people's back and getting mad at them for their success or whatever like that. Like with that lucha with with the lucha world in Chicago, what's the drama? What do they usually bicker and argue about? Timing, like call times and all that stuff. Wait, what? Call times. That's the big drama is yeah. call times in the lucha yeah. locker room. Yeah. This guy should have Yakuza did Yakuza was a perfect example that one time we wrestled each other, what time did he show up? Five minutes before we had to go out. Sure. Right? And he didn't want to talk, he didn't want to do nothing, right? Some of these guys are coming in a little little off. You know, yeah. the bottle and stuff. So yeah. some of them don't want to do business. Some just want. So go they're not there. bitching about who's going to be champ, who's going over, what where they're at no. on the card. They're bitching no. about showing up on time. Yeah, yeah, bro. This underground Chicago lucha world is insane. Yeah, yeah. Carlos you guys hated are all it. Insane. We all hated it. It's like, dude, you were supposed to be here like an hour ago. Oh, he's got to work. I got to pick up my kids and my. My wife and my chihuahua and everybody else. Wow, you're the only one that could get away with that level of fucking disrespect <laughs> to our culture. Okay, I'm married to a Mexican. My father is a Mexican. You should have just called them out for having chihuahuas. Did they have chihuahuas? We had a chihuahua and it died. Had a chihuahua. And it died. Oh. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Kelly just called out Mexicans like that. Wow. Man. Wow. Canceled. Canceled. When I put this on the video format, you're canceled. Vote for Pedro. So oh, I say, baby. Yeah. You know who I wanted to win for Chicago Mayor is Chewy. Really? Yeah. Okay. Just okay. Because okay. it's Chewy's. Yeah. He's a Mexican dude. And I was like, fuck yeah, get him in. Yes. In the Chicago Mayor race. Represent. Please. I was working in the city at that time. Okay. It was amazing. All right. So, uh, uh, fights in pro wrestling, really none in Chico's world, tons in mine. People fighting each other, bickering at each other, um, pissing each other's beds. Yeah. Um, a lot of threats, a lot of things I could just talk about, people threatening to do X, Y, Z, but never really going through with it. Um, n- nothing too crazy. The early 2000s is when it was Wild Wild West because there's no mm. consequences. Nowadays, there's consequences. I yeah, think Twitter does all that stuff. Anyway. Yeah, we didn't think about that. If me and I fight, there's a whole Twitter thing about it, and then people choose sides and don't book him forever because he fought someone. It's, yeah. you know... Eventually, you and I are going to fight in the locker room. It's going to yeah. be glorious, and they're going to go back and say we, we, uh, we predicted it in the future. So that's that. Me and Joe are already at it. So sometimes. what are you guys fighting about? Oh, the last the when he got hurt and stuff, and then when that rib, oh. that rib you guys did on me on the last baseball show. You know oh what? my goodness, I was going to go off. You two were bickering because Chico almost broke Joe's ankle. Joe was pissed about it. Chico felt bad about it. And that was one of the recent like bickerings where it never came to blows. It was more like I hate you kind of deal. Mm-hmm. You guys made up. Yep. And then the last baseball show ever, we pulled a rib telling Chico he hurt Joe again. I was getting hot. No, you were about to cry. No, you, no. I was taking I, was I take think I have it on camera. I think no. I filmed it. No, I was taking did my I'm listening. You probably filmed No, you yeah, you probably did. No, I, I was I taking my to. stuff off and I was listening and it was building. Joe was, building. was going off on Chico. I was going to this, this, this. I was going to throw the belt at him and be like, Ooh. look, I was going to I was like, look, dude, so much. You're complaining. I'm like, take the fucking title. I'm done. Oh, you're going to quit baseball. Done. Just oh. take it. It looked like you were going to cry. I didn't think you were going to blow up on him. No, no, no. Like, Damn, something. you would have quit baseball on me because of Joe? Just for probably one show. <laughs> <laughs> it was the last show. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. So, 
uh, fights in pro wrestling, they happen. Nowadays, there's consequences. Back then, there has there wasn't any consequences. No. But, jeez um, Louise, Chico. Now <laughs> you're blowing my mind of you quitting baseball or quitting working for my shows. Nah, you got me for a while. I'm on the contract, like you said. <laughs> Everyone, you need to book Chico while you have him because uh, uh, he's not going to be around much longer. Everyone loves him. The the text I got. The reason why we're, you're a number two guest is because uh, my uncle's godson texted me. He goes, where the hell was Chico on the last blog? He's a superstar. Aww. And I was like, well, he's not in NWA, so I can't help out. Uh, he, that was the vlog. And mm-hmm. then number two was Mondelucia saying they loved you, even though you broke dysfunction's nose but the crowd loved me did they at the taco fest it was fun you're on the october big show right the 28th yes oh, friday it's gonna be crazy we're driving together yeah we are you're driving and yeah. i'm going to get with you uh so that is insane so yeah fights of pro wrestling that was the first half of this little conversation i wanted to have um the second part of this conversation i wanted to have was how you're infiltrating your way in becoming the top professional wrestler trainer oh. of all of Chicago. Oh, no. Isaiah Velasquez and Kylie Ray are where? In Paris. They're in Paris, not wrestling, nope. being in love. They're in vacation mode. And who's running the school while they're gone? Well, tomorrow I'll be hosting. Well, by this time, when this comes out, it's sure. already passed. But uh, I will be hosting my first seminar, my <laughs> first Planet Chico seminar. Is it in the app that you're running? Yeah, it is. Did anyone RSVP? Yes. Who? Nine people so far. That is pretty insane. That's crazy. Uh, so you're running a class at 3800 North Milwaukee mm-hmm. Avenue for the Freelancer Wrestling Academy. There's a new Instagram for it, right? Or yeah, like the FW Academy. Sure. Uh, what are you going to teach them on Wednesday, Thursday? Wednesday? I was going to, you know, roll around, up and overs, in and outs from, you know, the corner. Probably some stuff that you've... You're doing good like cardio? Yeah. Oh, okay. Run in, jump in, and then... Some stuff you we got over with you. So not only are you taking over the school now, you're also going to take over Berwin. Yes. And run your own shows. Yes. Wants to put a book in. Bro, Chico went from the galley wrestling superstar to the guy that's uh, everywhere now <laughs> uh, running training class. I help out when like certain people don't show up. I help out with like the new kids. Sure. Help you out warming them up and like going. Your cousin over Tony things. was there on Saturday. Oh, you were there with us yeah. on Saturday as well. Yeah. Cousin Tony was there on Saturday. Yeah. Or your brother Tony. Brother whatever Tony. we want to say. Who ditched you for Ali. Bro, broke my heart. How do you guys feel about this? <laughs> I, I am got you rolling. taking my time of helping you out, of like trying to make you a better professional wrestler, right? Yes. yes. And you see someone, a big name come by, and you tell me, hey, I'm going to get you a water. Okay, that's fine with me. Go get you a drink of water. I'm thinking of the next thing. And I see this guy walking. Walking from one ring to the other ring, hops in there, goes to Ali, tugs his pants, and says, Hey, can you teach me how to back roll? And oh. I'm just looking, I'm like, Are you kidding me? Isaiah and Ali looked at me like, Future endeavor, buddy. And I was like, I'm done. Here's I'm the done. thing How long has that kid been in training? A month. Bro, if I was a month in the training and fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, Ali's not Stone Cold. Ali's more uh, Billy Gunn. Nah, I'm not Billy Gunn. Uh, Ali is Takamichi Noku. Okay. Uh, the, uh, the if Takamichi Noku walked into training and I was training with one of the other trainers, I'd do the same exact fucking thing. Fuck like, bro, I want to wrestle with the star. I want to wrestle with the star. The first time I was an extra for WWE, mm-hmm. 
uh, I they used to have us do uh, warm ups. Okay. Okay. You've never been. No. I'll get you booked. Cool. I'll give you an email later. Uh, see what I do? Fucking help everyone out. James told me I help out the wrong people sometimes. I did. This was today. And oh. I said, I said, give me fucking examples. And then he like gave me half X examples. Then we got into a long thing we can't talk about on here. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, we will. And so anyway, um, I was an extra for WWE and they used to have us um, get out of our dress clothes, getting to a t-shirt shorts kind of deal and just stretch by the ring. Okay. Stretch your legs, stretch your shoulders. Like you're in the bowl of like the mat area. And then if they called you in, you would take bumps for people. I was such a mark that I put my back up against the barricade and like bumped into it like really hard. Like I okay. was taking the guardrails because right. I wanted to feel what it felt like. Oof. When I got in the ring, I felt the turnbuckles and I was like, ooh, they feel velvety. Oof. Like I was that much of a mark. So hell yeah, ditch Chico and go for Takamichinoku or Prince Ali all day long. Man, all day long I, I would the do patience. that. I got the patience. I got the time. I got patience and time. You know what? But all right, I'm a, let's tell some stories. Talk to me. Uh, we talk about fights, but I'm gonna. This isn't a fight. This is more of someone getting their ass beat in the ring. And here's how this goes. Extra for WWE for the very first time. Okay. Okay. Myself and a bunch of Harley Race guys are there. Okay, and there's some guys that I didn't know personally. They lived in Eldon, Missouri, and you know things like that. And I didn't know how things worked. Stretch out, roll around, do a couple things with the. You stand in a corner, and there'd be like three guys per corner, mm-hmm. and two guys in the ring. And sometimes there was talent in the ring, and, and you'd wrestle, and they say tag out, you tag out. Okay, that was your tryout, right? It was real weird. You would just tag out. I remember one time I was wrestling the girl ODB. Okay. And Great Khali gets up in the corner. And I go, tag him. And I, he wasn't Great Khali yet. Okay. He didn't have the name. He was just, to me, he was the big guy. And she's beating me up. I'm selling for Arn Anderson and all those guys. And I go, go tag in the big guy. Because I wanted to wrestle Great Khali. That's huge. So she tags in. I take a bunch of bumps for him, whatever. Uh, so me and Tony Scarpone are walking around in the back after all this happened. Like wondering, like, oh, man, are we going to wrestle? Are we going to job out? Like, dreams right right? obviously doesn't happen we go to our extra locker room and there's this guy dan who was a harley race guy getting his gear on and i'm like what the fuck me and tony are like what was he doing so we walk up to him like what's going on he goes i have a match tonight and i was like oh man congratulations like yeah yeah i can't wait to see it we leave the room like fuck that motherfucker we were so (laughs) mad yeah because you get jealous at that point and like he wasn't in shape. He was like a goof. We're like super pissed off, super, super pissed off about it. And like it was on our face right. how mad we were, right? And th- th- that's not the way to be. So I go to sit on a box, a production box, and Ken Anderson walks up to me. He goes, he goes what the fuck's wrong with you? Because I knew him from the Indies, from Carmen. Right. And I go, fucking that guy Dan got a match. Like, I didn't. Like, I know I shouldn't be like way. And he cuts me off. He stops. He goes, oh, no. Don't be mad. You don't want that match. And I go, why? He goes, do you see all these people at this monitor right now? Because they had a monitor in front of me. There had to have been 30 people there. Bobby Lashley was there. Brock Lesnar was there. Um, 
everyone was at this monitor. He goes, they're all here to watch that match. And I go, what the fuck? I go, he goes, the kid said something smart to JBL. Oh, no. So JBL walked up and said, I want to wrestle the fucking kid. And I said, well, I go, oh, no. This is great. Oh, I'm excited now. Now I'm hyped. Now I'm like, oh, this. I'm going to see something special. When I tell you there was 50 people in the back watching this monitor, I could be lying because there could have been more. Okay. Everyone was watching this monitor. Damn. So I'm like, oh, shit. This is going to be wild. JBL goes out there. Whoops, this kid's ass on SmackDown. This is on SmackDown, I believe. And I don't know what he said to him. I was told later on, but I forgot. But whatever it was, JBL said, put this on the show. They literally rewrote the show to have this fucking squash match. Wow. JBL loads up for the fucking close time of hell, and the kid falls early. And he kind of clips him. (gasps) Boom. Everyone in the back goes, oh. JBL gets up. Does it again. Picks him up. And everyone goes, yeah. Yes. Runs off. Decapitates the shit out of this kid. Don't pre-bump, folks. And... I was like, damn, 20 minutes ago, I was so mad I didn't have a match. Five seconds go by, and I'm like, I am so happy I did not have that match. What year was this? This had to have been 04, 05. Ah. Right? I used to have this match saved on my phone. It's JBL versus Daniel something, I believe. It's on there. I've watched the clip multiple times. Damn. And I don't know if they edited out the pre-bump. I want to say they left it in. I want to say they left it in. And I'm on now. This is the old days with the SmackDown was the fist. Oh, I love that era. Right? The, the, yeah. that, that was those days. And I remember going, I learned a lesson that day. Okay. And, and that lesson was shut the fuck up. Right? Because you don't know the weirdest things you can get heat for. Right? Mm. And the weirdest things that will, uh, will get you beat up by JBL. <laughs> Yeah. What's your thoughts on it? I talk too much. I want to let my guests talk. Oh, no, you're good. Uh, What's I your would, thoughts hearing about this? I wouldn't want to cross JBL, especially in that time. That time, he was a bully. Yeah, he's a big bully. And I don't know, dude. Yeah, if I were you, I, I would stay quiet. You know, you're you're there for a job. You know, show face, be coachable and all that stuff because that's what they're looking for, right? Back then, you couldn't even have your cell phone on you. Yeah. Because cell phones it, were semi-new. Yeah. Uh, if they caught you looking at a cell phone, you'd get in trouble. You can still like that today. No, no, bro, you got extras in the back taking the photo. Ah, uh, I would never. If I if I ever, brought, I, you're never gonna see me take that picture. I promise. That's that's a promise, bro. Never. It's wild that I've people take it. the raw photo. Raw AEW. The AEW photo is not as regulated, mm-hmm. but it's like, bro, when I see people take the raw photo, mm-hmm. I'm like, why? You got balls. You got balls. Mm-hmm. Uh. Frank the Clown took the photo at All Out. Yeah, I and heard. he didn't post it because I, I gave him shit about it, and and something happened and he sent it to me the other day. Just hit because he snuck it without me knowing. Nice. And I was like, oh, the photo. Um, yeah, but back then, dude, things used to be crazy wild. People used to just beat the shit out of people, and there was no consequences back then. Well, yeah, now today, now today we wouldn't like I said with media and all that. Everything's being spoiled. Everything's being spoiled. So, you know. What do you mean? You know, like people backstage is like, oh, this person's backstage, and they leak oh, it and all that stuff. Oh, so oh, that's why they don't. That's why I think nowadays, like ringside, no phones. Then I don't know. 
I don't think so. I think it's worse. I think I think everyone has a phone. Mm-hmm. I think everyone's allowed to. It's you're not going to get buried for taking the photo. You're just going to get made fun of. True. You'll be asked back if you take the photo. Back then you wouldn't have. Um, it's just a different time. Mm-hmm. It's a different time that I'm too old for. Okay. Right. So I don't. I can't do it because I have a different respect for professional professional wrestling. I took the photo one time at AEW. Right. And I was told to take that photo. Uh, it was me and Jerry Lynn. Yeah, I saw. Because I wore Jerry Lynn's gear on dark. Yes. And we took a picture together because I've wrestled Jerry Lynn so many times. I consider him a mentor. Um, he's dropped me on my head with the cradle pile driver. <laughs> so uh, I wore the gear as a as a tribute and right. we took a photo together. Right. just so happens to be in the photo area. Right. But I have never taken a single photo. No power to you. And if I did... I you and remember. I post it. You and I I've post never post it, and I don't remember posting. I never. I don't think I ever had. Um, I'm, I'm positive I've never had it, other than Jerry Lynn. But yeah. it's my old school ways. I, I'm very, very old school, as I was told. Mm-hmm. We're not going to get into it. That I'm old school. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> hey man. We're not going to get into it. We got to. I tweeted about it. Yeah, I saw. Did you see about yeah, it? Yeah, I saw. Do um, you know how many people ask me for details on that? How many? Five. At least eight. Okay. And I gave none. Black G's asked me for details. I didn't give them names. Isaiah and James asked me for details. Didn't give them names. I did not give them names. I'm not going to, I'm going to keep that one to, close to the vest. I'm going to keep that one secret. But I am old school. I was called old school, everyone. Stuck in my ways. How old are you again? Fucking 40. <laughs> I'm so goddamn old. Uh, hey, I'm almost 30. Bro. I am 27. My birthday is next month. What's your goals in wrestling? What do you want to do? Do you have uh, a short-term goal? Uh, short-term goal. Like what? What's what's on your bucket list for short-term? Uh, travel all over the states, at least every fifty states. Uh, long-term. That's impossible. That's not impossible. It's hard. It's hard. Exactly. That's like, that's that's the challenge. That's Hawaii and Kevin Matthews runs Alaska, but those two are are tough. Yeah. Um, big time. You know the main goal. Yeah, Get that exposure, you know. Have everybody have that, that Chico experience, have that interaction with everyone. These are shitty goals. Your goals should be WWE extra, okay? AEW extra, okay? Because those are attainable, like very quickly. Yes. Um, I'm making your own goals for you. But it's it, that I mean more okay, bookings. Listen to me. Every wrestler, any wrestler that says that they don't want to go to WWE, or don't want to go to AEW, are bullshitters. What do you mean don't don't want to go? Oh, because they can't. They don't know what to do with me. They'll just put me in the in the catering. You know, they, those people guys, have said that. Yeah, they. I don't want to be a extra. sell that way. Sell that way to the camera a little bit. I don't want to. Some people say I don't want to be an extra because <laughs> that all they're gonna do is have me catering, get a payday. It's like, bro, you know how long I ate catering before I had a match mm. from '04 to 2013. I ate WWE. I got signed in the middle of there, but. To have a match in a WWE ring in front of a crowd took me from 04 to 2013. Wow. That's how long it took me. Joe, one time. His first time in WWE, he got a match. Yeah. His second time in WWE, got a match. All those times in AEW, got a match. And then recently he went to some SmackDowns and done nothing. Like he drove to Detroit and Ohio. Yeah. And did nothing. And I said, thank God. Because if you would have got a match every single time, I would have fucking hated you. Is that James? No. Oh. Talk about my seminar. Who is it? 
Jeremiah. Oh, I give him kick pads. I believe so. No, that's Jared. Jared. That was Jared. Okay. He teamed with Joe. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was very happy that he didn't have a match, but he never had that extra experience like I did. Like, where you beg and, and really want to do things and mm-hmm. you don't get to do them. Uh, I mean, if given the if given the opportunity, you know I would do whatever it takes. For what? Whatever it takes for extra work. Oh, you know, if I if, could put if, an email out there I very quickly, could. very I quickly, you could. You never I asked. You could. But the moment, hey, I get that call, get the email, get whatever. Like, I, first person I'm texting, hey, what do I do from here? Do you know what you need to do? Please, <clears throat> if you need, if you want a job, <clears throat> you need to figure out how to market Chico Suave. Because when I tell people to book Chico, mm-hmm. I say he gets over with the crowd. Good guy, right? Yeah, pleasure to have in the locker room. Thank you, but. When I tell the phone is going off, it's annoying this, the shit out of me. Turn it on, vibrate. When I book Joe out to oh. people, right? I give them his character, right? Disrespectful young kid, and thinks he's the best on everything, right? Right. And it's a little bit different because I'm talking about you as a person, opposed to Joe, the professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. For you to get a job, we need to be able to articulate. Who is Chico Suave in the ring? Do you even know that yet or no? No. Then that's what you're missing. I think you need to spend a lot of time and do that. Figure out who Chico Suave is in the professional wrestling ring, and then everything will be all set for you. But it's a hard task to do, right? Yeah. Like, Igatisco Fantasco was a uh, masked luchador. The mask sold itself. Robert Anthony in CCW was basically mjf mm-hmm. without the rich part it was young in shape good looking at the time i got older um with a bunch of drugged out deathmatch guys that's right. what that's what that cell was uh old man robert anthony hates everything so you know there was different phases of myself you need to think of the first phase of chico to get to get booked your phone's still fucking going off. Kids, I'm telling you. So what's the what's the phase gonna be? What do you think? That's a good question. I have such uh, I don't know. I when I go out there when I perform, sure, you hear the reaction, you hear the connection. Yeah, right. That's one thing. Absolutely. I, like I try to connect with these people, either by doing the deo. You know, I hate the day, but go ahead. When I go out there, right, I run out there and I literally run into the crowd. Like, yeah. I don't do that whole hands, hands. No, sure. I go out there. I go into baseball that. shows, baseballs, yeah. Mondo, whatever, wherever. Okay. Like, as long as I don't get in trouble or trip, oh, right? You know, uh, that's that's how I feel like Chico is. He's like not a character, he's an experience. Sure, but if I'm going to sell you to WWE or AEW, how do they, how do they put Chico on a t shirt? Can't steal your Planet Chico logo. Can't play that. You know what I mean? You, you got to be able to sell that character. Like Spike Dudley, right, took mm-hmm. a bunch of insane, get, took a beating, right? That's mm-hmm. not Chico. Chico's everyone's friend. Mm-hmm. You know you know what would be perfect for you if they didn't already do it was the, the Bailey waivers, the wavy things? Yeah. That's Chico right there. Yeah, two men. Like a fun-loving, uh, fun-loving... Cause I go by like I sometimes go by the the human cartoon. You did used to go by the human cartoon. I go by the human cartoon because I'm goofy all the time. Oh, 
That's kind of true. We're on something. I think a lot of people here could kind of uh, help Chico out with selling himself so you could get off the indies because we're not going to have you much longer. You're going to get signed eventually. Maybe. Maybe. If you figure it out. That's the you got to get in Taz shape. Like, boom, thick. Oh, I already told you about beta, right? Yeah, beta closed. Sucks, the gym dude. closed. They didn't have enough members. But he's going to open it. I mean, he's going back to his house, so we're going to that old school Rocky. Oh, my goodness. Come on, Rocco. Oh, Come my on, Chico. goodness. Uh, we're off the rails here. <laughs> my, my, my plan today was to do a quick recap of recap. 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 Recap <laughs> of Chico Suave and my, my first podcast, our little adventure. Talk about some fights in professional wrestling. Now we're off on a tangent of old man yelling at the sky of like <laughs> people taking the photos and it's not mm-hmm. like it used to be. Mm-mm. And then, you know, Chico's just doing whatever at this you point. Yeah, you, back in your day, it was like the Razor phones. I had a T-Mobile sidekick. I had a T-Mobile sidekick. I got so many bookings on the T-Mobile sidekick because they had AOL Instant Messenger installed. Yeah, that's so cool. And, uh, I missed those phones. You had one? You were too little. I had a Razor. Motorola. My wife still talks about her pink razor phone. Nice. Had a silver. Yeah, I didn't have a razor. I, I was a T-Mobile Sidekick guy, and then I went from the Sidekick straight to an iPhone. Okay. So I had every incarnation of T-Mobile Sidekick. Yeah, because you just jumped to like what thirteen? Because you had the eight. Yeah, you had the button. <laughs> Bro, I got the I got the biggest phone they could get, like thirteen Pro Max. And then what? A couple days later, it came out with about fourteen. Yeah, I just missed. Like I could have got if I would have waited a few more months. Have I had this phone I for about a year? No, I had this phone for almost a year, so it's okay. Okay, it's fine. But yeah, so we're just talking about random shit today. Um, wanted to talk about fights and pro wrestling, um, and I also kind of wanted to talk about just like life, what's going on, you know, different things like that. Uh, oh shit! Did you know I was trending? What online? You were trending today. What'd you do? Not a good way. Oh, no. I wasn't happy. What'd you do? <sighs> it isn't that bad. Mm. Okay. Tyrus, my friend Tyrus, has his own podcast on Fox News. Tyrus, fucking doing the Funkadactyl dance. He's not going to like that. You need to get over with the boss to come to NWO. Oh, the boss would love me. <laughs> <laughs> do, you know what, do you know what happened? Uh. Uh, we're at NWA, and Tyrus tells Joe, he goes, hey, Go get Rob. Tell him the, bo- the boss wants to talk to him. And Joe gets up. He goes, okay, so you want me to tell him Nick Aldis wants him? <laughs> oh. <laughs> and and Tyrus, goes, Tyrus goes, you're going to last long here, kid. Good. <laughs> Which Good. is pretty funny. Uh, so uh, go on Tyrus's podcast. At the end, I was late for it. So I go on there, and he's like, hey, man, I saw you warming up with Mox at AEW. Like, congratulations. You know, how was it? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, man, it, you know, it was fucking great. I, um... I wrestled private party, you know, mean box. Let me do that warm up. I got the pay-per-view payday. It's fucking fun. And then, uh, there, and then it kind of went into Mox cutting the promo on dynamite. Mm. And I was like, yeah, I was like, fuck man. He was supposed to be off for, for six weeks. And I was like joking around like, we're going to go fishing. Mm-hmm. And now he's back at work and he's not happy about it. And, and, but it's all good. You know, I was just having a fun conversation with friends. Yeah. I wasn't like putting a scoop out there, mm-hmm. like saying, Yo, Mox has been off for six weeks, and he's pissed he's got to go back to work. Uh-huh. Well, fucking hell. Frank the Clown texts me on I'm uh-huh. trending number four on Reddit. All the fucking dirt sheets get it. Robert Anthony says Mox was supposed to be on vacation for six weeks, not happy about him coming back. Fishing. Bro, I started getting hot. 
12 noon today, I started getting hot inside my body. I was sweating. Oh. I was like, wait, what? What is this? What is this? <laughs> because everyone's arguing yeah. that people are hit, talking to the dirt sheet writers. And this fucking quote looks like I'm talking to dirt sheet writers. Yeah. It just straight up says, Robert Anthony said. I said, oh, no. What really happened was Robert Anthony was talking to his friend Tyrus. Uh-huh. Dumbass, me on a Fox News podcast, and I was like, oh, man, Mock's supposed to be off for six weeks. We we're going to go fishing. Like, we weren't going to go fishing. We are just fucking around. Like, I remember sending him videos of my kid fishing. And nice. I was like, yo, we got to get the kids to go fishing. He's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But I was like, yeah, he's going to go fishing. He's going to wow. go on vacation for six weeks. Now he's got to go back to work. He's not happy about it. it. It was totally out of context. And then I think at the end of it, I said something along the lines of, like, a lot of negatives over there turning into positives. Right. Meaning – uh, Mox comes back. He's right. not off for six weeks. He, he would like to be off for six weeks. But now he's coming back. They're doing this cr- this cool tournament thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I was like, bro, this looks like I'm a goddamn Chico snitch. <laughs> so you're saying if John Moxie doesn't go all the way, we know who to blame. Me, because the dickhead was supposed <laughs> to be on fucking vacation for six weeks? No. Uh, uh, it was just a pa- common in passing. Right. Fuck, dude. Number four trending on Squared Circle Reddit. Uh, Fightful. Meltzer. Uh, I'm sure if we look it up right now, you... Dude, it got to the point where I was worried so much. I was like, dude, I, I, I'm an idiot. Why did I even say anything? Because I'm not one to gossip or do that kind of shit about current stuff. Right. And I was like, fuck it. So I call Frank because Frank sent me dirt sheet after dirt sheet after dirt sheet because I'm not privy to it. I don't... Right. I, Squared Circle Reddit loves me. Uh, because I do giveaways there. I'm really nice. Right. They were there for me to teach me how to use the Reddit because I don't know how. Mm. I was like, how do I post? How do I do this? They teach me. They let me self-promote the podcast and things oh, like nice. that. So thank you, Squared Circle Reddit. You're the best. But I don't know how to search it. Like I don't know how to find out what's trending or what's going on. I, d- I don't really right. understand how to read it. And Frank is just sending me, Robert Anthony said, Robert Anthony said. I'm like, oh, no, Robert Anthony <laughs> didn't say shit. And now I'm sweating, and I call Frank, and he's like, Oh, you're a fucking asshole, blah, blah, blah. Not helping me out whatsoever. And I, and I eventually just call, hang up with him, and I call James. Oh. And okay. I was like, James, what do I do? I, I look like a dick. And he's like, I didn't even see it. I didn't know it existed. And I'm like, it's on there. And then he's like, oh, I see it now. Uh. Oh, shit. Robert Anthony said, y'all going fishing. Oh, shit. Robert Anthony uh. said he's not happy. I was like, fuck. So I go in the Twitter search bar, and I just type in Moxley. And the first suggestion that pops up is vacation. I went, uh, no, no, what? I'm like, no. how do you type in John Moxley? And the first thing is vacation. I hit it. Robert Anthony says, I was like, no, I am, I am literally, and and Frank buried me for the, you're going in there, go to Twitter and type in John Moxley or just put in Moxley. What's the suggestion that pops up? Let's see. Oh man, this is terrible. What is, what pops up? Uh, Just type in Moxley in the search bar. You want the first one I see? First one. John Moxley re-agreed uh, to cancel his six-week vacation oh! and immediately go back to work because his co-workers got him to, into a fight. Can we see that? That's the first one. Oh, no. I'm talking about when you do this. I like know. I know. Moxley, what does it say? Vac- oh, that. vacation. Bro, click vacation. What does it say? Same thing. Did you see Robert Anthony says? Uh, repeat. They put a photo of us on there? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, here it is. Post wrestling. Robert Anthony, he, John Moxie, supposed oh. to be on vacation six weeks. We're going to, we were going to go fishing. We were not going to fishing. We're just talking about fishing. We're going to go fishing. Now we're, it's now he's fault. going back to work. He's not happy about it. See? But, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> See? Dude, they, they did me dirty, bro. They did me dirty. And I did myself dirty because I said something. So I'm freaking out. Frank's not fucking helping me whatsoever. Not helping me out. He's, he's like, giggling. He's he like, is you're, laughing. You're never going back. You're a fucking ass. Team 74 is breaking up. And I'm like, oh, no, man. So I get all worried. And I just like, I was like, man, I'm not going to say nothing to Mox. I was like, I look like a dick. I just sent Mox a picture of my kid randomly because sometimes that's what we do. I just said, he did not respond. And I was like, oh, he's not mad at me, is he? Oh, I hope he's not mad at me. And uh, so I called James. And I'm like, James, you got to help me out, man. Like, am I fucked? And he's like. I don't even know anything about it. He goes, oh, I found it. So then me and James start talking. And he goes, he goes, well, he did say he canceled his vacation in his Wednesday promo. I was like, yeah. He oh, did. Yeah. He did say that. So I didn't say anything really out of school. And, J- and then James goes, well, he did say fucking six weeks and and, and he's not happy about it. It was a joke. Like, uh. you know what I mean? So I was like kind of shitting on it. And, and so then I eventually, like, got myself out of my own head because what did I really say? I said something that already has been said. Mm-hmm. And and I got mad because, like, who am I? I'm a fucking local Chicago Barry Horowitz. I'm going to sneeze. <coughs> Not edited out. Uh, I'm a local guy, and I like to call myself Barry Horowitz because I do all the jobs. And, and I know my role. Collecting these little small paychecks, putting them away for my kids, having a good time, not looking, actively looking to be a contract professional wrestler, mm-hmm. but I hold my reputation above anything else. Right? You're a storyteller. That's what you are. I am a storyteller. I'm a good storyteller, as you can see from the story. Uh, I, I hold my reputation. I never gossip. I don't know how to use Reddit correctly. I'm not a dirt sheet guy, and it hurt my feelings that every dirt sheet started it out with my name. Mm-hmm. Because who am I? You easily could have said, John Moxley canceled six weeks vacation. And then went into there. But you motherfuckers had to say my name? Mm-hmm. Who am I? I didn't do nothing. You know what's going to happen next, right? What? Next pose. John Moxley kicks Robert Anthony's ass in out the of, locker room. Out of Team 74. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So, uh, to all the, the Dirt Sheet writers listening, hopefully you listened and support uh, please throw me a tag for potting with ego. Yes. Vlogging with ego, so I get more sponsors, and just say uh, uh, I wasn't gossiping, and it. Um, it was taken out of context. Well, they put the exact fucking quote I said in there, like word for word, but the way I meant it was like, not that he's not happy. He's like, oh, he's not happy. I was just like, having fun. I forgot I was on a fucking Fox News podcast. Chain, plans change, folks. Sub card is subject to change anytime. I didn't say anything out of school. AW, I'm sorry. I know you saw this. Please don't blackball me. <laughs> I'm not. You guys fuck you. That. Oh, he's putting the phone signal up. So uh, <laughs> I wanted to talk about it and and how I was feeling, at least to you. What are your thoughts on this? You think I'm fucked? No, you're fine. I think it's like a laughing phase right now. I'm a, I'm laughing about it. Bro, it happened fucking less than 12 hours ago. <laughs> it's going to be uh, white to Twitter. 
Wait, so uh, I need someone to do something controversial so everyone forgets that I said he was can- canceled a six week vacation. Let's beat up Joe. Let's just beat up Joe. I want to tell some. Hold on. Um, I'm a vault. I'm a vault. I oh. keep my mouth shut. You know how many secrets I know? I know so many secrets. Between you and Mike Robles, who should I be like more scared of story wise? Because I know Robles has been around for a while too. What do you mean scared of? Like, 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 like he's hearing stories. Oh, like, we're both oh. bad. We both know everything. Right. But Robles is my guy. He won't podcast with me. Yeah, he told me. I asked him. He, yeah. What did he say to you? Cause yeah, I was I, I, I'm like, hey, man, should, uh, it's a lot of stories you're telling right now. Should I go on the podcast? No. Yeah. No. He, he doesn't want to. I told him. He said too many stories. I just don't want that many out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I said, I don't want to talk about the bad stuff. I want to talk about the good stuff. Right. Because Robles has got a good story. But um, anyway, we're getting off the topic. Is I'm a vault. I know so much, mm. so much stuff that I don't ever gossip on. I don't uh, speak out of school on things. And the one thing that got me was a goddamn six-week vacation. <laughs> and I was so hurt by it because I knew uh, it takes one, right? You have mm. one time to make a first impression. Yes. And you don't want to lose the trust of someone. And I, I'm not saying, I haven't talked to Mox about it. I'm not going to bring it up, but like I don't want him not to trust me anymore. Right, right. Because he told me so much stuff, so much stuff, and you, you, I could say this because he said it on Jericho's podcast when he left WWE. Okay, okay. He did this whole thing on Jericho's podcast, talking about it timeline wise, right. Me and him had that conversation from New Jersey to New York in a in an Uber. He told me everything he told Jericho um, in a car months before he left WWE, wow. joined AEW, and got on Jericho's podcast. I knew everything that was happening from him leaving WWE mm-hmm. while he was still in WWE. The reasons why? Mm-hmm. I never said a word. I didn't tell my wife. I didn't tell fucking nobody. I'm that type of vault, right? And I never want to lose that trust with you, with him, with anyone. And I and I hope that this weird fucking thing of me talking about vacation, which I thought it was innocent, mm-hmm. maybe I'm not, maybe I'm blowing it up too much. But what I'm saying is that uh, loose lips sink ships. My lips are fucking tight, baby. Yeah. So. Um, it, it bothered, it ruined my whole day, uh, as we're sitting here at 1022 at night, uh, I'm still thinking about it mm-hmm. at noon. It ruined my lunch at work. Oh. I didn't get to eat on my lunch cause I was very upset about it. And again, I could be overreacting cause it was just a vacation comment, Yeah. but, uh, but I keep things quite tight to the vest. And does it make you a bad guy? You're okay. <sighs> It's okay. I'm glad we talked about it here. Anytime. Because buddy. if I went upstairs, because I didn't tell my wife yet. Ooh. I didn't tell her about the trending thing, right? Because she overreacts. And she's like, rah, 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 you idiot. You, you always say things. <laughs> because like, um, ego pro wrestling, mm-hmm. right? I always talk to you, to Joe, about us starting my own thing. Right. Us, as because it's for you guys too. And she's like, you need to shut up and don't tell no one until you do it. 
And she's like, you always talk too much. I was like, I talk you about talk the little things. And I, I don't <laughs> stop. I don't talk about the, like the real gossip and things like that. And uh, and it, this ruined me. So if she when she listens to this, then she'll find out the trending. Mm-hmm. Then she'll search it. And then she'll yell at me. Like I got yelled at today oh, <laughs> for not is. answering the phone. What are you guys doing? We're here setting up. Oh, <laughs> man. So what do you think about this trending thing? Uh, if, you, if, you, if it was you and you did everything I just did, would you still be freaking out the way I was? Nah, I'd probably just delete Twitter. Not delete my account. Just delete Twitter off my phone and just be like, you know what? Don't stress about it. The, no, because go. I know it's still there. I have to keep Twitter on my phone because I know it's still there. It's going to go over. How would you deleting Twitter let it go? Like, I felt I betrayed my friend by saying he was supposed to be off for six weeks. Well, if he had a problem, he would have called a text. Because, like I said, Mox word doesn't of, do socials. Right. So Renee's got to see it and Renee Renee's got to tell him. Mm-hmm. Renee's going to be like, hey. But what if he doesn't text me and he's just that mad and he doesn't text me? I get mad about it. Damn. It's like I broke up my girlfriend right now. You're good. Now, if you say something in person, if he puts it to the side and kicks your ass, then you know why. Then I have another story for the podcast yes, about wrestling do. fights. Part two. Fights. Oh, my God. But no, you should. don't worry about it. Don't stress about it. I, I, we all train for dumb reasons. When, uh, <clears throat> what was it, after All Out, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I drove Mox to his Airbnb and um, dropped him off, whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Renee came out and I was like, hey, I brought him home safe, whatever. We said our goodbyes. I didn't get home until about like almost 3 a.m. or whatever. Nice. And not nice. <laughs> and I texted him like, hey, man, thank you for always looking out for me because uh, he doesn't have to, right? I, and I, and I kind of show my graduate my my Gratitude. appreciation to it because um, he's one of the few that did not forget where he came from. Mm-hmm. Not only has he helped me, he helped Danny Havoc, he helps Devin Moore, uh, and a lot of that crew, mm-hmm. right, took care of them. And 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 for me, got me paid throughout all of COVID summer, got me a real look at AEW, um, continues that I wasn't supposed to, I wasn't gonna go to all out weekend. Okay. Um, because I had NWA from Friday until Tuesday morning. Took off work on Friday. And I was going to take off work Tuesday mm-hmm. and do work Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And he texts me that weekend. He goes, you coming to AW? I'm like, oh, man. Like, I don't know. I didn't really reach out. He's like, no, you're coming. Let's go. And I was like, fuck, how do I make this work? So he made me come, uh, which I was grateful for because then I'm around. Right. He helped me get paid again. You know, I mean, got a match. Got to warm up with him on the pay-per-view. He, he joked. He's like, you just wrestled on a pay-per-view. Yeah, I technically wrestled out of paper. Yeah, you know what I mean. He, he he put me out there, so I texted him. I said, you know, thank you for always looking out, and and I feel that all this coming out, um, not that it ruined anything, but I don't want it to look like I'm a fucking. You know what I mean? Like I don't ask him for money because mm-hmm. I don't need it. Right. Uh, if you want to give it, I owe like. 200 grand in my house so if you want to give me money i'll take 200 grand no i'm just joking but i'm saying like i'm not one of those types of friends mm. you know what i mean i don't ask for money i don't ask him for a job mm-hmm. i've never asked him for a job at AEW. i don't ask for things yeah i just want to be friends 
Bing, right? Bing. So um, in my psycho brain, when Meltzer tweets out Robert Anthony said this about John Moxley, then it looks like I'm a, not only a snitch, but a dickhead. Right, because all these mm. fights right now are going on for wrestling from people going to Meltzer, going mm. to uh, WrestleZone or whatever XYZ.com drama there is. Right, and it just came at a really bad time, and uh, I felt like a dick. You would just delete Twitter. I'll just delete Twitter. It doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. You're not helping me feel better about myself. James helped made me help feel better because he said that uh, Mox said it in a promo. You have nothing for me. I give you all the help. You give me nothing. I'm I'm in my time in need right now. Can you do you know some advice of just dissing yourself from social media? You got weights. You got some <sighs> nice stuff out here. How many unboxing you got? A few. I got yeah. a bunch of boxes I haven't opened yet. Yeah. See? I think there's one right here. Like all that right there? It's not material stuff. I don't want material stuff. I just want my I don't want my reputation to be of a snitch. That's not gonna be a snitch. If you're watching on YouTube, you're not pointing at Chico, the king snitch. <laughs> Hey, hey, I got good information. What? Well, no, I mean, when I get it, I get it. And But you're fine. You're fine, Robert. I hope. I hope. So, uh, Redditors, Meltzer, go with that story. Robert Anthony feels like an asshole. <laughs> he is not a snitch. He's not a snitch. I don't know. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. What do you got coming up? Well, I was supposed to go to Detroit this weekend. Was... What happened? I haven't gotten information. Who's who you working for in Detroit? The Soul Taker. <laughs> Saturday, Sunday. <sighs> but I haven't gotten information. No, I have nothing about hotel. Hold on. <laughs> I was about to sign off because we are one hour and eight minutes into our podcast. I was about to sign off. But then. The Soul Taker. Yes. Is he a booker? Supposedly he runs his own company. Who booked you for this? Rip, not Rogers. I found out it was one of Rogers that called me. I thought it was Rip Rogers. Rip Riley. Okay. Rip, something like that. And he messaged me like yesterday, like, hey, are you available November 5th? November 5th. I'm like, can we first talk about the first booking? Sure, sure, sure. And nothing. I hit him up before I so got here. So it looks here. like you're not going to Detroit. And look, uh, Frankie hit me up. DeFaco? Uh huh. He hit me with the guy available Saturday for a double. This Saturday. What's a double? Double shot. Double shot. Double payday. Double payday. Ooh. So you're going to go through that? Probably. And then get a hotel and all that. What day is it? Saturday what? Saturday. This Saturday. Yeah, this Saturday. This Where are you wrestling that? Do you know? I don't know. Is he getting you a hotel or you got to get your own? He gets it for me. Dude, DeFalco. Bro, DeFalco never took care of me that good. Where I got a hotel. I, I've heard. You heard what? I heard people say, you know, we wish that DeFalco got us. Bro, yeah, well, DeFalco cause, never. Because like you know, I drive like an hour and a half from my house to like the meat spot, and then we drive like four additional hours up somewhere Wisconsin. Wait, you're driving six hours in Wisconsin? I, That's ridiculous. Probably, I don't know. That's, the last you're time, on the Upper Peninsula or some shit. Like close to like Minnesota. Is he doing bot shows? No, he's doing outdoor festival shows. Those are bot shows. Yeah. Interesting. So you got uh, Frank and Falco this weekend. What Hopefully. else you got? You got any new t-shirts on Pro Tees? No, no, no t-shirts yet. Oh I am working God. on some. I'm working on some designs for us. I'm going to designs for us. Oh, the the Look. team flights. Yeah, team flights. Team flights. Um, <coughs> I got paid half. Okay. For a booking in December. Okay. Did I give you the date? 
Submen. Oh my god, I gotta look at it. I might need to cancel. No, that's October. Never mind. Like December 9th or something. Mississippi? No, that's gonna be St. Louis is Saint Louis. a go. Right. Mississippi is not a go. I'll hit them up later. Ooh. But uh team flights. We're team flights because we don't drive anymore, we fly. Well, I still drive. I You're gonna fly too with us. But I'll fly too. <laughs> All right, so uh, we got nothing going on. Chico's running practice at 3800 North Milwaukee Avenue in Chicago, Illinois, for the Freelance Wrestling Training Academy on Wednesday. I train ev- the second and last Saturday. I think I'm going to train this Saturday. I'm not sure. I have to double check myself. Mm-hmm. But uh, follow us on all the socials and all that good stuff. Give us words of wisdom to go. When times are hard, remember, Rob. Don't go on Twitter. You son of a bitch. (laughs)